uh, have this little clipping I clipped it out of the newspaper the other day. It's a Charlie Brown cartoon, and uh, Lioness, is that her name? Uh, she's wondering what Charlie Brown is reading and looking at in the newspaper. It says that Santa is outsourcing this year. Anyway, um, how many of you would agree that, you know, kind of as James just mentioned, Christmas this time of year can be rather chaotic, uh, especially you see people scurrying about trying to get last minute things done, perhaps they're putting up uh, decorations or we're taking down the previous season's decorations to put up the new ones and, and they're running behind and, and they want to get this done, go to this shopping center and get that or whatever before the line you know, goes from uh, 20 people to 200 people and you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it, it can be chaotic. Um, and I had to think of the witness of calm and chaos. The, the witness of calm in a chaotic world. <clears throat> Daniel, uh, there, there were several who came to mind as an example of that, and, and one of the ones was Daniel, this is the only portion I'm gonna read today, Daniel and the lion's den, uh, which is Daniel 6, one through five, if you wanna follow along. Um, and then I think it was skipped down to 19 through 23. It was a very chaotic time. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in the kind of position where you're a person, you're doing the right thing, you're endeavoring to do the right thing, and it seems like all the world, or at least a portion of the world around you, is dead set against you and on taking you down. It's not a fun position to be in. You're the only one trying to do right, and you know it's the right thing to do, and, and there are so many with their swords and spears pointed at you to try to take you down. Well, that's the position Dan Daniel found himself in here. And I'm reading from the HCSB. Darius decided to appoint 120 satraps. Now, I'm not sure why a modern version would choose to use that word. It's not something that's in common vogue today, but it means uh, the satraps were like sheriffs were in pre-colonial England, uh, they, were, um, they weren't the ruler of the area, but they were sort of deputies set by the prince or sub-prince of that area to govern a certain location. Like Felton would have a satrap, uh, maybe um, Georgetown would have one, Dover would have one. And so they were to govern that area to make sure the proper amount of taxes, among other things, were brought in to the prince. So Daniel, Darius decided to appoint 120 satraps over the kingdom, stationed throughout his realm, and over them, three administrators, including Daniel. These satraps would be accountable to them so that the king would not be defrauded. Daniel distinguished himself above the administrators and satraps because he had an excellent he had an extraordinary spirit, so the king planned to set him over the whole realm. The administrators and satraps, therefore, kept trying to find a charge against Daniel regarding the kingdom, but they could find no charge or corruption. 
where he was trustworthy and no negligence or corruption was found in him. Then these men said, we will never find any charge against this Daniel unless we find something concerning the law of his God. So the administrators of Satraps went together to the king and proposed this devious plan, which um, the king, not uh, diligently searching through it, agreed to it. And um, basically, is if anyone made any petition of any other god or man other than the king for this period of 30 days or so, they would be severely punished, thrown into the den of lions. Okay, skip down to verse 19 of Daniel chapter 6. So, Daniel was caught. Okay, he, what did he do? He didn't do anything different than what he had been doing. And these men counted, these evil men counted on Daniel's godly faithfulness to ensnare him. Well, Daniel prayed as he had always prayed at the set time, the appointed place he, he prayed. He was caught and uh, thrown into the den of lions. Then verse 19, at, first, at the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he reached the den, he cried out in anguish to Daniel. Daniel, servant of the living God, the king said, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? But he was Daniel's friend. He didn't want to see this happen, but he had signed a law and it had to take place. 21. Then Daniel spoke with the king. May the king live forever. My God has sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths. They haven't hurt me, for I was found innocent before him. Also, <clears throat> I have not committed a crime against you, my king. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the den. So Daniel was taken out of the den, uninjured, for he trusted in his God. And then the king gave an order to put Daniel's enemies into the den. Now, friends, when we do the right thing and we're persecuted for it, we're not always going to have this outcome that Daniel had. Sometimes we will suffer and suffer greatly, perhaps be killed for it. However, that is not the end. That's not the last chapter. God writes the last chapter. And if we are his faithful servants, well, you can read there toward the end of the book of Revelation. Wow. We get to enjoy heaven, the presence of God, fellowship with God forever and ever and ever and ever. Now, uh, th th that was a wonderful witness that Daniel gave to a heathen king, kingdom, nation. Wonderful witness. In the New Testament, we have a picture of Paul, the Apostle Paul. Um, he was basically thrown into prison. And uh, he, he would eventually be spending the rest of his life in prison until his appointed execution under Nero. However, what, what blessing comes our way from Paul's time in prison? Well, if you look in your New Testament, you'll find what, what's uh, oftentimes called the prison epistles. 
I don't know, it's about half a dozen or so. I, I, I don't think I can name them all, but among them would be like Philemon. I, I think maybe Titus was one. Philippians was one. Second uh, Timothy. I'm not sure about First Timothy, but Second Timothy anyway, Paul's last written work, that, that would have been one. Just a tremendous blessing comes our way because Paul did the right thing and uh, he was at peace with doing the right thing in a chaotic world, which cost him a prison term and would eventually cost him his life. But Paul's legacy goes on and on and on and on to this very day and will go on as long as God's word endures. Then there's John on the Isle of Patmos, once again, persecuted for his faith, for doing the right thing. However, in peace and contentment, Serving God in a prison-type environment, God visits him, and uh, through that we have, we have the, the final chapter, the book of Revelation. And you are, it tells us that you are blessed for, for just reading it. What a wonderful blessing God has given to us through John. And then um, there's John Wesley, on an Atlantic crossing with the Moravians, the, the, a fierce storm blew up. And um, you know, back then they didn't have weather radar and weather underground and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and these sailing ships, once when, you were out there making the crossing, whatever you encountered, you encountered and, and hoped and prayed for the best to get through it. So anyway, they sailed into a storm. It was a fierce storm. But John Wesley was so moved by the peace and calm of the Moravians who were sharing the trip with him, even in the midst of this fierce storm. And uh, at, at one point in his journal, he noted that they always went about singing. But, but these Moravians, these wonderful Christian people, um, they were at peace in the midst of a very, very chaotic circumstance that in some cases, many times, you know, sailors sailing into those storms would, would never sail out of them. <laughs> They'd go down to the bottom of the ocean. But here, here were these people in, in that kind of a circumstance with this amazing peace and calm about them. And it so spoke to John Wesley that uh, that episode was instrumental in his true conversion and turning to Jesus Christ. What a wonderful witness, the witness of calm in a chaotic world. Um, there's one hymn that we sing. I don't have a hymnal up here. That, uh, it's, it's, it's one of my favorites. And in closing, I want to share this with you. I oftentimes, if, if I encounter chaotic circumstances, find myself singing that sometimes even while I'm driving down the road, um, it's number 271 in our hymnal. I really like it because it, it's all about peace in a chaotic world. Um, peace, perfect peace in this dark world of sin. The blood of Jesus whispers peace within. Peace, perfect peace by thronging duties pressed. Yep. To do the will of Jesus, this is rest. I think uh, 
John and Paul and Daniel, they all would testify to that. Peace, perfect peace with loved ones far away. In Jesus' keeping, we are safe and they. Peace, perfect peace. Our future all unknown. Jesus we know and he is on the throne. Peace, perfect peace. Death shadowing us and ours. Jesus has vanquished death and all its powers. Please keep this in mind as you approach these chaotic days where, where the world goes mad trying to find the perfect gift. God has given us the perfect gift, Jesus Christ. And uh, please r remain calm and Remember that just you being calm in the midst of all this chaos, you are leaving such a witness that it can't be stamped out and words can't describe it. And you may be the one who is impressing the next John Wesley. May the Prince of Peace give you peace. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for what you've done for us. Thank you that in the midst of all this world's chaos, that down inside we have a peace that the world did not give and the world cannot take away. We ask, Lord Jesus, to help us keep sight of that peace and to remain calm in you. May your will be done in our lives. And we ask that you would help us to spread the wonderful light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Amen. You're dismissed to your class.